All right, we're here. Hello. Hi. Uh, why? I'm. <laughs> I'm like I'm doing Gabby's role now. <laughs> I'm Gabby, and I'm Liska, and this is Cries in a Region, and this is a podcast where we talk about scam, even though we're kind of done with OG scam, which let's not think about, and all of its parallel universes. So today we're gonna be talking about what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel wrong saying that, even though, like, we say fuck all the time on the show. And it's not even fuck, it's F-O-C-K. Yeah, fuck, fuck. Which is much more fun to yeah. say. What the <laughs> fuck? Which is the Belgian version. Yeah, so how, how have you been? Pretty good, you know, all things considered. Same, same. Yeah. One of my joys during that week was that Supernatural came back to finish its season that it hadn't been able to finish because of the pandemic. Well, and it's show, right? And it's show, yeah. So it's the whole so show. it's like the final final four episodes, I think. I don't watch Supernatural all the time. I haven't watched it in years. I've only watched like half of it. But sometimes if there's like a really good episode, I'll tune in. And so in the middle of all of this, Destiel starts trending. For those of you who don't know what Destiel is, Supernatural is Dean and Sam. Winchester, these two brothers who hunt demons together, right? And through the first couple of seasons, if there was ever a woman on the show, she would die. I mean, actually, for all of the show, but uh-huh. I'm just specifically pointing out this because the biggest ship on the show was the two brothers, so it was like Ew. incest. So it was called <laughs> Wincest. No, that is, you know. And so people were like, this is weird. And then I don't think this was on purpose. I'm just saying, I'm just setting up what happened. Got it, yeah. So then in season... Or, I think, they introduced a new character, Castiel, who is a fallen angel. I think Dean was trapped in hell and he pulled him out of hell. Okay. Like, this angel pulled him out of hell to, yeah. like, save the world. I'm paraphrasing. Again, it's been a while. I've also read a lot of fan fiction, so it's, sometimes it's, it's hard to... blurry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the main ship then became Castiel, which was Dean and Castiel sort of shipped together. Right. Oh, yeah. So, like, bad boy, fallen angel. Yeah. It, it makes sense. So, it's all there. So, then, basically, for the last 13 years, 14, 12 years, they've been, like, the main ship on the show with no one ever thinking that it was going to happen. So what I understand happened, I watched the clip, but again, not a lot of context. Essentially, Castiel tells Dean, hey, I love you. But it's like a whole like two-minute speech. But then, and this is why I was like, is this super queer rating or not? And this is where a lot of the criticism comes from, so that's what I kind of wanted to acknowledge. I was just really interested in terms of fan engagement. Then he immediately gets pulled to hell because he had made some sort of deal with the big bad of the season that if he was ever had a moment of like true happiness he would go to super hell Cass yeah so he tells Dean you're perfect I I love you and then he goes he like disintegrates and goes to hell (laughs) no I don't even watch the show and I'm upset by that so there's been sort of like two camps of it one is of course Supernatural would finally acknowledge some sort of romantic romantic feelings between these two and then immediately kill him and send him to super hell. Yeah, it's not even killing him. It's super hell. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then there's a lot of other people who are like, don't take this joy away from me. I've waited like 12 years for this. And so like, I don't know, I find both sides really interesting. Yeah. So it's people like saying like, if you want your, your queer representation, this isn't the show to get it. And, and I think 
okay, that's correct, but that's kind of the point a little bit. Like, the, the fact that we can actually talk about supernatural in any type of, like, wow, there was an acknowledgement of this thing. Because, yeah, I trying to think if I were a fan of the show and of this ship, I think me personally would be in the I'm upset about this camp. I mean, obviously, you never yeah. know. But just there's something about it that seems so mean-spirited. Do you know what it is? I think this is an extension of the thing you and I talked after we read Such a Fun Age, where I'm just in this mode where I just want things and people and couples to have happy endings. Yes. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to end with a happily ever after between them. That's not what the show is. But going on Tumblr and Twitter that day was hilarious. It was like <laughs> Tumblr was alive. <laughs> I honestly think that Superhell is going to become a new term in like fandom. <laughs> and, and everyone's going to immediately know what it means. Uh, are you like, is, are, are you like Superhell gay? <laughs> super hell this one but then but then also so then like they like okay so the guy or both maybe are queer but like but then you immediately killed them and they don't get the happy ending so you're falling into another really shitty yeah. trend yeah. in bury your gaze tele- immediately television. like within like five seconds you bury your gaze yeah if anyone wants to share their hot takes as a fan of fandom which i think i've been very open about i was just fascinated and having such a great time online uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's kind of what I want to say. Other than that, the big sort of scamburst news mm-hmm. um, is that Druk, I'm sure by the time we actually edit this, we'll have finished its first original season. And I'm really liking it. Again, who knows what's going to happen in the last three episodes, but I'm I'm really into it. And I'm kind of really excited to, for other seasons. Like, I like all these new characters. I want to follow awesome. them too. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, now we get to the dirt. <laughs> yeah, so season four of What the Fuck just ended, and everyone fucking hates it. I think racism is involved as a topic. Yes, but not in the way that it should. We can we can kind of talk about it a little bit, because I, I don't know if you noticed him. Well, you must have noticed him, but one, the, one of the boy squad. It's like, I did. There's J- Jens, there's Robbie, and then there's Moyo. Yes. And he's and black. He, hardly got any screen time, but he, yes. He's black. He hardly got any screen time. And all he's ever done is be homophobic. Excellent. Feeding more stereotypes. But strangely, people do actually like him, and I do actually like him too. Okay. A lot of people wanted his season. And apparently, maybe they couldn't because he was more of a Maddie character. I guess you maybe you can get the uh, rights to him. Okay. Like, I don't know how Arthur from Scam Friends, they argued that he wasn't a, a remake character. Uh, oh, that he was a yeah. character and they got away with it. Maybe they couldn't do it with Moyo. So then they had this, like... It's because they went with M. So then, Maddie, they, Mo- that, just change the initial. <laughs> so then, so then they went with this new character, who's this white influencer girl who we've never met before, who starts dating him, but is like a racist bitch to him. I was even trying to find like, hey, can can anyone tell me what the point of the season was, mm. so that I could share it with you? And I couldn't find anyone telling me what the point, like, what is it that Kato learned? Yikes. Okay, that's bad. That's <laughs> so, really bad. So if anyone can tell me what that was. The only other worst thing I could think somebody saying is there's no point is like it was boring. But like those are the that's like a kiss of I mean, I think some death. people also thought it was boring cuz like I think people especially because at that point you had you still had España airing a little bit of it and Drew had started and people were like I'm on episode 4 and I don't know who this person is or why I'm following her. Yikes. So I don't know. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> Well, now let's continue to talk about What the Fuck, but talk about one of the most, I think, beloved seasons of oh, What the Fuck. Oh, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed so season we are, two. Yeah, so we are in season two of What the Fuck. 
which is their version of the Nurholm season. I think it's a really interesting discussion to have because I was already familiar with the characters, but through season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and not through season two. Yeah, you showed me some clips of him, and I was like, yeah, okay, at least he's a nice guy. I didn't really get it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was really curious because I was like, I'm going to come in already with the eyes that I love this character. So I think I'm going to be a lot more forgiving. Uh, so I was really curious to see what you were going to say, although I did make a note to say that, to me, the, like, subheading of, or whatever, like, the theme, or what this season showed to me was, Sene desmet. Slightly less of a dick, and yet, like, a world of improvement. Just honestly, like, acknowledging the dick. Like, yes. Like, like when we were just talking about that scene where he says, I am a jerk. And it's just like, thank you. Just, thank you. I can forgive so much if you show, accept, like, acknowledgement, because that's halfway to change. Yes. Um, yeah, I totally understand why he's the fam- favorite Sene. I think, I mean, sorry, the favorite William, I think I've heard you say. Yeah. I think he works on so many levels. I think casting, I really hate to say this, but, like, I think casting is a huge part of it. I was going to say that, too. Both leads are so expressive. Just, like, ten emotions go through their face at the same time. And in both, it makes them interesting. It makes me just glued to the screen. But also, it, you know, it gives them layers. So I think, I think it's like a perfect mixture, both in the casting and in the way he was executed, like in terms of directing and writing, of bad boy appealing, but also redeemable. Yeah. A boy and a man. He's very like a smooth operator. So that's like the man, like the adult almost. But when he's vulnerable, you see the boy. That's that's what I liked about it too. I think it's a real releva- revelation of what a good actor can do when it's actually their time to shine. Because yeah. I remember, if I'm not misremembering, that in season Season one, we were both like, eh, like he, there wasn't anything memorable about him. Obviously, there, there's not that much he does. Uh, yeah, in fact, I remember kind of being a little like prejudiced against him. This is such a weird thing to say because he kind of looks like the stereotypical all-American teenager. A little bit, like yeah. if I were in central casting, I would cast him as like the captain of the football f- yeah, team. Yeah, he, he definitely. I think at some point I thought about uh, Daniel from the from the Scam Austin actually. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, there, there was, like, something, not not, not the same thing, but, uh, yeah, there was definitely something that reminded, that brought him to mind. So, I, I can see that, uh, as, at least in the physicality, maybe, of the character. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yes, so there's Senna, and then our main character is Zoe, so, Zoe Lux, Lux. Um, and there's a lot of X's in their language, I, I know. noticed. It's very interesting. Yeah. And uh, their ship name, by by the way, is Zoen. Zoen? Okay, yeah, Zoen. I get behind that. I don't like know why. Z O E N N E. Yeah, I presume. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so they're also pretty beloved in yeah. uh, in the fandom. Oh, one of the things we are gonna watch before we watch season four is What the Fuck Down. Oh yeah, yay! And I remember watching What the Fuck Down and being like, I can't believe the clips I'm more excited for are William and Nora clips. Like I just want I like <laughs> more I, content. If I saw that it was like Senna and uh, Zoe, I was like, oh, I want to watch that. Clip. Yeah. So Zoe, I think this is the other thing that makes Sunday work, or William, quote unquote, the William character work really well, is that they really lean into Zoe's flaws, let's say. Like, she is as big a manipulator, unintentionally and intentionally, well, mostly unintentionally, I think. I don't think she quite consciously realizes what she's doing. I mean, she consciously lies, but I don't think she consciously thinks of it as manipulation. But anyway, they really lean into her. And so, like, in the end, you're like, yeah, you're both kind of shitty to Amber. So, like, I'm okay with you. It it was was really interesting. This was one of those times where I kept comparing with the other Williams Uh and and Nora's and trying to figure out what works or that doesn't work. Why do I like this more than the other ones, right? I'm I'm, I'm always going to be obsessed, particularly with this season, because... Because I have had such conflicted feelings about it yeah. at different times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I 
remember finding the Druk ones fine. Like, I liked them much more than he yeah, did. Yeah, I remember, I remember by the end of our conversation, I, I was kind of won over, but... Definitely, probably because not because a my favorite. thing was like, well, they're both they're both dicks. They yeah. deserve each other. Yeah, and here yeah. they're not dicks, but they're but they're like <sighs> people who did stupid bad things because they're young and stupid. Exactly. And, and like I'm okay with that. Exactly. I was just like I I think I understood them. Yes. Uh, a lot more. And there was a lot of it, I think one other version did this really well. I can't remember exactly which one, but it's really streamlined and. Um, focused on uh, Zoe in particular, her character is just very, there's a lot of integrity to it in terms of her backstory with her parents, her trauma with losing her virginity so young and then how she was treated, and then her behavior today, why Sene is the perfect um, person to break through those defensive barriers she's built up, like why she'll be a better person as a result of this relationship, whether she's with him forever or not. So I thought like this, this, version of season two did such a good job of like laying that out like 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 cards at a mm-hmm. on, like a gambling table or whatever you know and they like and interestingly even Sene's they did a lot of cleanup of the, mm-hmm. like the William character yes. and I thought it had he this is the first time that I felt William had an arc yeah yeah where you can see him recognizing like seeing himself through someone else's eyes recognizing wanting to change and and not just being told his trauma, but believing it and understanding it. Yes, totally. Like first of all, so they do. I mean, maybe maybe we do. Maybe we just talk about Senna first. I don't know. Maybe that's where we're going. Dive in. Uh, they they do this thing where yes, they do eventually have sort of like the Mary character whose name is Gil Gil Jill Jill Jill, um, who does not hold a candle to Mary at all. I know. I wasn't a huge fan. But I go was ahead. like, uh, excuse me, you're not you're not my, Mary, who is my queen. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny how such a small character is so memorable. <laughs> um, but. Um, it's, and she does eventually sort of dole out the second half of the tragic backstory. Yeah. But he, Senna himself, is given, like, a chance to share with Zoe his trauma and and his fear. Yes. He lays out, am I like my brother? Yes. Am I like my family? Yes. Am I destined to become this monster that I hate? Like, is it just, like is inevitable and like you see that he tells you see it in his actions you hear it in his words and like I believe it yeah it's like what you're saying they allow so a lot of the work comes from allowing Zoe and Senate to be vulnerable with each other and like yes it's in between maybe these sexy times but it's not just that yeah right totally you you see the connection at every level yeah why they're both good for each other yeah I think really clicked in for me uh, in the in like the very very finale when she confronts him and he's about to leave and she says let me know when no uh, sorry it's before that I can't remember but she says there's a line that she says let me know when you're ready to tell me what you really feel it's in the hallway before yeah in the hallway I actually love that hallway scene yes because so it's not all and again it's very I think it's very similar to the OG but something about the pacing of it and again like to me it felt like a lot of moments were split up yes uh and so they they were given like a little bit of chance to breathe sometimes into a bad like things yeah. got stretched but but most of the time it was a really good choice I totally agree. so I actually really did like that there's two things that I liked about that hallway scene uh first what was actually said and also how like kind of normal it was like everyone's trying to get on a bus yeah to go to this thing <laughs> and then like Amber she's like um I'm sorry, but we gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this 
intense so, moment. So something about like the high schoolness yes. of it. Um, yeah, totally. Was just perfect. Perfect. It's, it's there the first me. time that I didn't a little bit cringe. Both this and the final confrontation scene as he's leaving. That mm-hmm. I didn't a little bit cringe at the Nora character's speech. Like, mm-hmm. I've always liked them, but there's something about it that, like, made me feel uncomfortable. I never took the time to dive into what, but this one I didn't feel it. I mean, I think we've we've tried to interpret it as, like, there's still something about that power dynamic that feels Isn't, iffy. Yes, exactly. And I think a little bit, like, those speeches never quite got to the heart of things, and I actually think the final one in this scene, in this show, doesn't quite either, but it's much, much closer than the others. And the, the, this line stood out to me because this line, kind of everything clicked in where I was like, this is the William issue. All the Williams have this. Yes. Like, this is the season that I figured, that I realized that his problem is expressing how he feels. That's why he has this, like, cool ladies' man yes, demeanor. Yeah. And no, no one taught him how to do this. Exactly. Like, he doesn't know how to. And this time I was like, oh, no one taught him how to do this. But Zoe will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, before I was like, uh uh-huh, whatever, tragic backstory. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, you poor baby. Exactly, exactly. And it, it also ties in, it softens a lot of things that like, in their OG even, and I love OG, you know me, but like it sometimes a lot of things that happen in that season feel like they're there for drama, like the fight. And it's well, just sort remember, of like, it's like fucking 12 episodes and they're all like an hour long and yeah. you're like, oh my God, why are we still here? Yeah. And, and or it just oh, I, like, I didn't even think about that. This is 10 episodes and they're at most 35 minutes long. Yeah. And yet, they, oh, they, oh, wow. I didn't acknowledge this at all until I just said it out loud. And yet I think they do so much more, including, I think one of the crucial things that I noticed in this season doing is that it gives time for, what is it? Zoe, Zoena? Zoen? 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 To, um, to just be with each other. Do you remember yes. how, like, Girl Squad in some versions has that, and it's so wonderful? Here, the one, the, when I realized that that's what they were doing is when he's kind of, like, um, he no- he's, like, hanging out in her bedroom, and he notices she has the blanket. Yeah. And they just kind of, like, like he, joke he, about it. Yes. And I was like, this is, what po- like, a huge part of what makes this work for me is that they get to just be with each other yes, under not I was, drama. I was going to say that. I was going to say, because, like, I don't have... Like, my notes for sort of, like, the first half are just the little uh, differences in the choices that they make that make Senna slightly better. So, first of all, he's not blackmailed into apologizing to Amber. He does it because he wants to get into Zoe's pants. But, like... But somehow that's so much less <laughs> bad. But, like, he's not blackmailed into it. Yeah. Um, and even, and it's funny what you're saying, because even, like, when they go on the date and she's like, you're, you're forcing me to be here. And he's like, no, I'm not. Like, for the, for, for the, the first time, I was almost like, yeah, he's, he's not. Right. Yeah. Like, you're the one who's lying to your friend. He's right. Exactly. Like, I was willing to give William rights. Yes. <laughs> but for the first time, him saying that doesn't feel like him um, strong-arming her. Yeah. Into, and then I thought it was really interesting when the, uh, when the fight happens over, the argument over the fight. And he's justifying himself by quoting Hitler. Not quoting, but, like, referencing Hitler. Yeah. And I was like, Godwin's Law, thank you very much. (laughs) Um, And I laughed. I actually loved that moment for a number of reasons. One, I laughed because he... Like, the the fact that he's talking about Churchill and Hitler in reference to this is so ridiculous that it's clearly him defensively... He knows he did something wrong, and he's defensively putting up barriers but also it's so reflected this scene where he's kind of hitting on her and she's gonna accuse him about 
the raising money for fireworks and she turns it into like an ecological thing and it's so clearly her doing kind of the same the thing. thing like um they're really well matched for each other i've made a list of all the ways they're similar it's <laughs> fascinating uh yeah i think that's funny because i even with the eco-friendly thing though there's like less blackmail because she doesn't tell him to do it he does it right uh Completely. Out, out of his own right in fact when she's kind of accusing him of you did it for me it's a little bit like girl like like yeah check he's, yourself he, he's like, like no you made a good point and I and I followed through and I'm like you know what I know why you really did it but also yes but I, I adore you yeah you're super cute right now um yeah and then and then again the acknowledgement where like he's being a jerk and he says okay maybe I am being a jerk and even that fine eventually he says you're right like yeah. I I was wrong yes uh and I think that's amazing and and it's really interesting though I, I don't want to bring it up too much because I want to talk about Milan later but like um, it was inter- it was such a choice to have the well did you ask him why he hit someone with a bottle divided between Yasmina and Milan the way that Milan put it out was so well done yes I where he's like uh do you hear yourself no one here no one hit someone with a bottle because of like Hitler, Hitler. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah because like war is a way to or was, violence is a way to keep peace yeah, or he whatever was scared yeah I loved that I loved that scene so much partly because and this is what I started saying earlier and kind of lost track because I got excited about other things um the other reaction I had to that fight over the fight the argument over the fight is that I did get a little like mm, the show is still giving him too much um credit like too much argument and then Milan like basically uh it corrected me and I loved it because I was like I'm so in Zoe's point of view yeah and emotionally I'm so with her I I was doing to the show what Zoe does to the world which is put up barriers and say I don't really want to like you I don't want to like you but like I it kept like hitting me and I was like oh fuck I do like you (laughs) I also love it because one of my friends absolutely fucking favorite friendship from the entire show is Milan and um, Senna. So I was like, oh, nice. yes, lay out this every... The origin of it. Yes, we, I'm so excited to talk about Milan. We can get to that. So let's see, what else is there to say about Senna? Oh, my list of th- ways in which they're similar. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, so both sort of rejected by their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, both are very mature in a weird way as a result of their upbringing. He expresses it more by being like... a what do they call it? A fuckboy? <laughs> what do the kids call it these days? A fuckboy? No, he, by being a ladies man. And she expresses it by being very they, poised. They, they use both fuckboy and toyboy. I did the notice show. that. Then, let's see what else. Both adore their friends and consider them their real family. Both are willing to lie to get what they want. <laughs> or if they think they're protecting someone they love. Uh, both are unwilling to share their real emotions easily. I already talked about the environment Hitler thing. Oh, you know, another another of the minor things. Uh-huh. When she keeps asking him about the sex thing, even when he's kind of pressuring her, it's not, yes. be, he's not being a giant dick about it like yes. William is. He's like, he's like asking the way a guy kind of just wants to have sex, but he's also like, yeah, it's fine if you don't want, yeah, like, yeah. It's, and, it's, and when when he's like, ah, it's, it's fine that you're waiting for the one, just know that I'm the one. Yes. And that's just someone. Well, I'm just going to have to marry you. Yeah, exactly. And, and like somehow the way that he phrases it feels just like lush dickish yes, than when completely. William does it. Um, I think, let me see. Oh, do you know what else about him? I'm sorry, but like this is one thing that makes him really work is he takes so much shit from her before he snaps. <laughs> almost to the point that he kind of seems like a dumbass. Like the scene where she comes into his apartment to get the phone to erase 
she thinks uh, oh my god yeah that's one of the i feel like that that was such a huge change yes in that scene there's something so clueless about him and i'm like dude you're you have she goes back and forth so many times where she's hot she's cold i i'm sorry i have i can explain everything suddenly she's sick again i was like no guy no guy would tolerate this and he (laughs) takes it and i was like you are the man so when he finally does snap it's both it's like earned and like you still obviously want to see them overcome it, but and, and, I get where he's coming from. And I also, the, I thought this was interesting. I feel like she's given so many more other times to come, come clean. Oh, you yes. understand why she doesn't. Yes. But the, but it, it a little bit, even though you're so in her point of view, because I, I, you kind of a little bit understand where he's coming from. Because at this point, they're fine. Like, yeah. they're like doing great he's like you want to meet my brother right i'm gonna do it even though he's expressed verbally that this is a thing that he's he uncomfortable does with not want. but for her he'll do it over and over she just is not ready yet she needs yeah she needs this one more thing that's fine i get it but i, I like it put me a little bit more in his point of view yes. where even i thought that they were gonna save me from having to have the public scene where he finds out at school. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I was like, oh, no, it was just delayed. But <laughs> even that hurt a little less. Yes. Like, I was horrified for her, but, like, I can't watch that scene in the OG. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't like I it. I have thoughts about the filmmaking of that specifically, but I didn't even, I think, I feel like we should focus, keep focusing on him so we can move on to Zoe. One kind of small thing along similar lines is, and I can't remember if OG did this, but when he comes back, when he like drives off in the car and she's calling Yana, I think, mm-hmm. um, and he comes back, he says, I'm sorry, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember it from well, the OG. And of course the big one also is that he push, he at, at, in the post-coital scene, he's like, I'm really mad at what my brother did. did. He fucking, I, I don't even need him to push I, I, to he, go to the police I was station. Like, I wrote, Anti Charles. He just acknowledges it. That's like alone. It's enough of and a huge thing. Her, he's the one that takes her to the police Which station. Is, yes, like, even like the icing on the cake. Yes, this like sh- he's the one who wants it. Yeah. So I, I, and and that actually is gonna be true for the rest of the show, and that's actually gonna be a source mm. of conflict for the rest of the show for them. Didn't you say, I feel like I we should spoiler alert this or something. The people are, people, people now. Aren't they broken up right now on the show? No, they're back together now. Oh, yay. They, uh, they broke, they break up in season three. Okay. Um, the brother is a huge reason of it. Okay. But, but actually, and it actually, uh, sent us the one who's like, like, get the fuck away from me from his brother. Because the brother okay. tries to show up, uh, okay. up to the apartment. That's, I, I'm um, very much looking forward to seeing that. And th- they break up. They're not together in What the Fuck Down. They get back together at the end of What the Fuck Down secretly. I wonder if part of the reason for that is because um, it was hard to get the actors together. No, but, well, they, but they, had, they had up. already broken oh, up. Mind. And yeah, now yeah. Uh, uh, they're they're together in season four. Yeah. That's excellent. Uh, yeah. And I mean, okay. So then what do we want to say about Zoe? Um, definitely mm-hmm. rocks her lipstick. Yes. She loses it very early on. She doesn't have it in like either the first or second episode for one scene. And oh, I was yeah? Like, oh, that's an tr- interesting choice. Um, okay, Zoe. So, like I said, I think her... Yeah, the integrity of her character is a lot stronger. This is another season that really nails that, and she does such an amazing job in the performance of this. 
that vulnerable like I want I don't want to like you but I want to like like you you. and so like every scene that they're together god one of the most amazing ones is at the club when he just before the first kiss yeah and she's saying to him something like yeah you did this all for me and he's like no I didn't and she's like oh wait you say it wasn't all for me and there's so much subtext in her face and in her performance when she says that it's just a joy to watch yeah uh, I I think she's a really strong performer and she's really I think her she's very good at conveying that longing like when she looks at him across like uh, I loved how the show has sort of everyone but Luca very quickly of the girl squad figure out what's going on Um, and it's mainly based on they can't stop looking at each other and I buy it like yeah everyone kind of notices that at some point and it's so I think it's very well done in a way that's like not super obvious but that your friends would be like girl girl So, so I really like that. And yeah, she just felt very human. Like, I think Nora can sometimes be too perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this girl... They as, as much as I love her. Yeah. Uh, even when she gets mad, I feel like Nora mad is still... Like, when Zoe got mad, I was like, <laughs> a little scared. Like, Milan, uh, Milan is like... Yeah. No, she she kind of goes off the deep end in the yeah. second half. And, like, I'm not... Like, I understand why. I am totally in her shoes with that. But it's also, like, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Oh, and then also, I actually... This is so nerdy of me. I'm sorry. I went through, like... I broke down the steps of the relationship to try to understand why the back and forth between them is less offensive or, like, less, less upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. And it is, like we said, like, that she, they they allow her to be the bad guy. One, like, really, I think this is added for this version, and it's a, kind of a small thing, but it makes such a difference, is that she says to Yana that she'll hang out with her knowing that she already has a date planned with a date, a, a get-together, whatever, yeah. with Senna. Senna? Senna. Senna. I don't know why I can't say his name. It's so easy. Um, and he, and then, and then, of course, has to pretend that she's like has the cramps or something, and he yeah. can't go. And I just thought it was fascinating, like an additional little thing to indicate how much not only is she willing to lie, but it's her pride and ego that are keeping her because she would have to explain what she's doing if she said she can't go. Yeah, it's also why I think it's so interesting when she's sort of breaking down later in the season that. She's very careful, again, about, like, the image that she projects to everyone because mm-hmm. she's aware, like, she wants to be the strong, feminist, like, mature uh-huh. lady. But when she's breaking down, she's, like, breaking down in front of everyone and she doesn't care. She's, like, in the middle of a study session and she's, like, I gotta go yeah. lock myself in my <laughs> room bathroom. and, yeah. like, like I, I can't, guys. And uh-huh. it's all very, very human, but I think that even, even Nora sometimes, uh, tries to to sort of hide as much as she can that aspect of yes. herself until she can't anymore mm-hmm. and the show balances and, and she doesn't have anyone else all right. she has is her friends so it makes sense that yes turn to them yes those are the people and I liked yeah there isn't that frustration but there's not that frustration of like with Nori always just like just tell them like yeah. I'm so sick of this I liked everyone also rec- seeing that in her not pushing her to do it but especially Milan and Yana to a certain extent basically being like if you need me I'm here like I think Milan actually says trust me yes like, yeah and so so that sort of seeking out slowly um people need people to quote Nora right uh, <laughs> and Zoe and Zoe so I thought that was also sort of like very beautifully laid out and done and then sort of like the progression of yeah of those relationships another thing is she's really unintentionally mean to Amber like she, she is. is not just the she lying is. she and, is yeah but even in the act of assuming that she needs protection like first she assumes that Amber 
I mean, it's something we've always had issues with. Yes, but it works but yes. for me here. I don't know why. Maybe because it her character, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the performance. I don't know. But it really worked for me that she makes this mistake because it's part of the flaw of her yeah. uh, that makes the rest of her character work. So, like, she assumes Amber won't recognize, like, her gaydar won't work with Milan, which is like, come on. <laughs> oh, but Nara does the same. No, I know. I know it's something that's been done in other versions, yeah, but yeah. I thought it was like more. You're like it stood yeah, out more. Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah, yeah in, a, in a good way. In yeah, like yeah. A, oh, I see what you're doing here. Way. Yeah, yeah. It's again this thing of like underestimating Amber. Yeah. Um, at every level, when you're like, she, she's your she's your peer. She's not your child. Yes. And she's your friend, like girl. Maybe this is like touching a little bit too much on Amber, but that scene between them when she finally confesses, I thought was really moving. I think this is the first one where she cries and it's like everyone's crying <laughs> and you get it and it's you like it's like there's a, like a cathartic aspect to it especially amber my god that girl rocked that scene holy shit and she's not my favorite vilde at all no but that scene was yeah i thought that scene yeah. was really really well done and that speech um i'm always that's another one where i'm always fascinating with the changes yes. that they make and i actually quite like them here yes they they gave amber more agency Sene gives her more agency I, and different williams have pointed out that that she she's the one who came onto me or whatever but for some reason maybe just in context of other changes uh in this one amber feels the least like let's say a victim i mean yeah, it's yeah, shitty yeah. what it was shitty. It's shitty on a number of levels yeah, yeah. and in, in a number of different ways. But also, like, she's going to be fine, and she is fine. I feel like it, in a way, it bothers me less. Uh, I, maybe that's why, because like I acknowledge on some level that I know she's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where like it's a little bit of me like this is stupid. Tell her. Whereas before, I'm like this is stupid. Like <laughs> you're being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, this is more like come on, guys, just tell her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh uh, well, we can talk about Amber later. Oh, no, I just wanted to say, uh, did you see her parents live in Norway, in Oslo? They mentioned it a couple times. Oh, uh, Zoe's, Zoe's parents. parents. Yeah. That's great. No, I didn't. Yeah, they mentioned it like two times. My favorite OG shout out, though, has to be Yana saying that she hooked up with a guy named Jonas. And, oh, yes. And he reminded her of her of his yes. ex, and I was just dying. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was that was great. I always love when the show does that. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought I thought of you when when Senna had to write the essay, but for some reason I thought it was hilarious that the essay was about why women shouldn't oh, work. I was I like, love that so much. Okay, so that's one of those small changes that I think really helps the overall thing because there's something so dramatic about her writing a paper that's going to be published. It's like yeah. no, it's just a school assignment, mm-hmm. and it's and it's great because it's a femi- it's both forcing her to argue a side she doesn't agree with, which yeah. is like her problem and part of her problem. And it's a feminist question. Yeah, I thought it was really clever. <laughs> and really silly, too. Yes. Like. And then when Sene sits down to answer it, I was like, I have a feeling he would be really good at answering this because, A, I bet he's really good at playing devil's advocate, and mm-hmm. B, I just think he'd have a good time with it. And then, of course, he said, he makes a joke about it. In like, the next... like, because, like, of course, this is what I actually think. Because it's yeah. actually true. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny that she doesn't take the bait. Um, <laughs> yeah. Both that she's kind of accepting him and getting his humor, but also she's a little... She has she has other things in her mind at that time. Yeah, I mean, other things that I really liked about... And, and so, again, I don't know why. When I talk about Zoe, but it's one of these times where usually when I when we have to talk about Nora character and it feels like we have to talk about the relationship so much, it annoys me. But here, it it's fine. Because that is the storyline, but it works. Yes, it, it's a... So, so I, like, I, I just... I really liked 
again in that second half like for, the communication I mean the communication is a mess but when they are able to communicate like I really like the I love you scene where yes, like yeah. he, he says it first and she doesn't want to because uh-huh. she still knows that she's lying to him and but then she says it anyway yeah. when in the hallway later on she's she's giving him the speech about like you know c- come talk to me whenever mm-hmm. you're ready to acknowledge your feelings she she holds out she, they're holding hands yeah and I don't know like there's a great easiness with each other almost from, from the yeah, time. so so it's one of the times where you you were jokingly saying like I keep like rewatching the scenes of the two uh, two of them together, and I and I didn't and I was like yeah I think at that point I had maybe I mean I maybe had just finished the episode where they're like, in the field in front of the beach and 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 I like I think about that moment it's very lovely and I was like I would watch that again yeah yeah you know I think one thing that's underrated that I just thought of as you were talk, discuss or talking about this is that like one thing that makes them really work is a lot of humor yeah yeah they're both really funny they are funny there's a moment where she gets in the car and he says hey and she says this isn't gonna work (laughs) and he's like okay what did I do now (laughs) and it's just it's so like it 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 makes a lot of the the badder the bad stuff easier to swallow well but I think there's an acknowledgement of the differences between them and that Mm -hmm. that, that's okay yeah right Uh, well that's kind of a big part of the yes it's a big part of the growth like like, uh, one of the I don't want to talk about Espana too much but one of sort of the criticisms of Danny and and Amira is that Danny's line throughout is like Amira's like we're very different maybe we shouldn't be together and Danny's like fuck the haters and, <laughs> and it like never goes beyond that okay uh, and, I, and I think that like no like there, they can't just be fuck the haters you have to acknowledge these differences right. you have to and, deal like, with these issues yeah and so I think there is an openness between the both of them to acknowledge these right. differences and to like work with them and that kind of touches on what you're saying earlier about how it's okay that this is that the not the Norhelm but whatever the Zoen Zoen uh is the story of her character because I think like you can tell a romantic story you can tell a coming of age story this one manages to do both it is a love interest in her life it's a it's a story that a thing that happens during her life that is a big coming of age for her Mm -hmm. and it's it doesn't make it feel like oh I'm just watching another like teen romance you know what I mean like there's like yeah yeah it has purpose yes um I also wanted to acknowledge that the sex scenes comes right after the that was the, an interesting the, change yeah I thought that was an, I, it worked for me it worked yeah but I was like oh I definitely noticed it um, a little part of me was like does it don't don't you no. want her to just let go Yes. No, I do. I do. I'm not even going to question it. Forget it. I totally, I, I did really enjoy it. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah. Although I did, I don't think, I think these are the first uh, Norhelms not to have like a flirty text scene at a party. Oh, that leads to, or even, or even just a doll. Yeah. They do have kind of when he canceled. That's not really to her. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know. I, I It's like a staple. Uh, I yeah. The closest is when he cancels the, no, it doesn't cancel, but changes the fundraiser to yeah. the eco thing and then but he's see, like but see uh, even when he does stuff like that like the way he does it is less jerky again mm-hmm. like um I don't know anyway yeah I don't know where you were going with that I was just no like, just that it was like a, a call out maybe to the phone trope or yeah. standard for them because she looks over and he's standing there with his phone in his hand like ha 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 I got you yeah so I'm just saying uh Senna less of a jerk yeah um <laughs> one like one thing like a tiny thing that I loved so much when he takes her out on their first date not the date yeah and he gets gives her kava which I really want to know what the hell that is I assume it's a type of wine kava I don't know what that is it's like champagne oh I had no idea 
Yeah, isn't it? I have, I have kava all the time. My my aunt has it for like Christmas, like that's her thing. But in any case, he he he's like all like smooth, like oh I got the blanket, I got the kava, and she's like I don't drink. <laughs> and he's like okay, yeah, and he immediately was like okay that was yeah, a bad it's, move. Yeah, it's a it's a sparkling wine from Spain. It's like a oh nice roast, yeah yeah, it's, yeah I've never yeah. come across it. But yeah, so he, and he immediately takes out some of the wind from his yeah ladies man exactly. And, and he's like, shit, I screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, immediately. Yes. And then, of, and of course, it's really sweet when he buys their non-alcoholic color. Yeah. Do we want to talk about, like, Victor and sort of, like, that whole shenanigan? Okay, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go into that. Um, okay. I've got to say that this was... I mean, I... I Immediately, I never liked them. But this was the most normal-looking one. Oh, totally. Like, like I, I love the It wasn't, casting. like, immediate uh, warming bells. I actually think I might... Could, Tumblr, I was trying to find more of the reactions to Senna and somehow got into, like, someone was talking about the cast in general. I think he might be dating the actress who plays Jana. Oh, funny. Uh, in real life. Uh, <laughs> He's way older than her, but all right. I think they're dating. Someone's dating him. I think it was her. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was just like, oh, okay, interesting. But anyway, yeah, uh, there was something about him that I just felt much more normal. Yeah, um, he's almost nerdy. Yeah, than anyone else. Uh, so I thought that was... In- Obviously, once he needs to put on the the creep factor on he's very good at it it worked for me very much and and i didn't write too much about him it just every time he showed up i said ugh, ugh yeah ugh. i he was an interesting i really loved the casting of him making him so normal it was this is the first version of him where when maddie slash jill tells the story i did kind of feel bad for him and some part of me was like i mean he's still a dick and what he did is inexcusable like under any circumstance but I do hope he gets help he needs. Yeah. Which it just sounds like he doesn't. But uh, yeah, not really. Or, or I don't even know if it's possible to get the help he needs. But I and, and so, so that's an interesting reaction. And so I thought it was interesting to uh even how I feel like the pacing is a little different in that second half, maybe I'm wrong. But like how they sort of delay her him getting the message, her knowing, uh turning off the phone, the different messages. I don't know, it, it all kind of worked for me. Um, I will say, and maybe it was like the stress of trying to finish that night that we were supposed to record. I'm so sorry. That second half like kind of dragged a little bit for me. After the party where she thinks something happened with Victor. The back and forth. It it definitely felt like one where they were making more changes. So I was trying to track them, but it was a little hard. Yeah, I I still really want to one day do like a mass comparison yeah. of, of the seasons, <laughs> but that would never happen. I know. But I really want to. Um, but it it um, there, there's I, I feel like we would have to like pick every season and be like, these are the markers we're gonna look for. Yes, yeah, and totally, then- <laughs> totally. Uh, and then like this season two of Scam España is just gonna be like goodbye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't belong here. No, um, go play in your own corner. Um, but the or like she goes okay she has three instances where she almost or or does talk to Gil Jill I know I actually hated that they did that I was yeah. like that's so stupid that they delay that yeah it just felt a little like we could speed this up and also this is made, a minor criticism and it also made me think that Gil was kind of a jerk yeah so she's like this most traumatic thing that probably ever happened to you in your life we can talk tomorrow we can talk tomorrow I got more important things I got bio or whatever the yeah. hell she, she couldn't talk yeah, I, I, I could. I was much more aware, and one of the things that I liked about the season was like, sort of like watching it and enjoying it. But I was much more aware of their delaying these moments from happening yes. because they need a, to get to this point. A lot of them really work. Like Amber not seeing them on the bridge, but yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. That them was fine. Was really in, in good. the car. That was fine. Uh, I think the one that I 
I mean, the big one was that she actually does delay Senna finding out about them for like a whole half a day or a whole day yeah. by going to his apartment. And I was like, what are you doing? What is your plan here? This is the shadiest like, shit. What the fuck? Like, you know they live together, right? Like, he'll tell him at some point. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what is your endgame? And I know that she was just kind of waiting for this conversation with, with Gil. Jill. Yeah. Jill. Um, but I, you know what? I have a G name, but when I see a G name in another language, I don't know what to do. It's, this yeah. is very funny. I uh, think they were pronouncing it Jill, but yeah, I, I think it's Jill. Wrong. I think it's Jill. Um, and and so like I was like, okay, the re- again, the reason I like when they were doing those sort of things, I liked what I got in exchange, which essentially was a lot of more of Senna and Zoe mm-hmm. being together. Yeah. But then I was like, I was also like, this feels like too many coincidences. Too many. I'm gonna turn your phone off for the entire day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's, if I have to criticize, that would Anything? be sort of it. Yeah. That's my main and only. And I, I think. found myself wanting to her to tell him much more than ever. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like out of a sense of like, he'll understand. Yes, I did w- miss, I wish I had seen the scene where they, where she explains what happened. I want to see his reaction. Like, I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did think, for example, this is another example of, like, things stretching out a little bit too long. She tells the girl squad, and then she tells Milan separately. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this does not have to be separate. I did not need two scenes of her explaining what happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing is what different. I kind of, I think they just wanted her with girl squad, and that was, like, yeah, the in- incentive for that, and I understand that. But I, I think it was just an example of, like, just stretching this out a little bit longer than it needs to be. Um, yeah so anyway yeah i think i think i bought the tragic story um between all three of them <laughs> yes um and even the like sister dying in the car doesn't yeah. feel like like i know like, like that you know how like I like, like to a make, victorian gothic exactly i we like to make fun of that but i was just like i i got it i got like the, yeah that happens yeah and i got their fucking trauma yeah. and I, it made me sad that like this family was like irreparably like like destroyed yeah. after that. I'm very curious. Now I'm really curious to see the other stuff that happens with Victor because that brother relationship is so dark. Yeah. That he comes over, Senna seems to hate him. Yes. But he's like, but he's my brother. But I tolerates him. Yeah. Just yeah. I did think it was a little crazy that they move in together. Well, I think it's <laughs> yes. not I don't Oh, yes. Oh, I but see I so I love that because Basically, the downfall of their relationship is they're young and in love, and they don't have parents, so they're like, we're 17, let's move in together, and they do, and they shouldn't, and that's why they break up. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's so. I, but I believe, like, this was the first time that I, like, I believed it, that yeah. they would be like, let's move in together. Okay. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, yeah. Because they're young and in love, and he just graduated high school, and, like... And he I, can't go home, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so... <laughs> I certainly intellectually understood it, but I was like, this is nuts. But I'm glad that they acknowledge it in that way, because if they made it be, like, totally I mean, normal... I just, again, I just want you to... My favorite parts of season three, probably even more than uh, Sabi, so, so, that's what they're called, oh, uh-huh. uh, is Robbie Milan... Um, Senna and Zoe in an apartment together. I think you told me about this. Yeah, that is just like delightful. And like Zoe and Senna being like, Robbie, you are our son. <laughs> what do you need from us? Talk, talk to me. <laughs> because we've been through hell. So yeah, yeah. We've been through it all. So yeah. don't, you know. Uh, so I, you know, uh, I, I'm so fun. I can't believe I totally forgot about that. Because it's one of the things that I wanted to point out was mm-hmm. like, I, this was one of those first times where I bought it. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I knew that it was the wrong choice, but I was just like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna go for it. Um, I think that's it in terms of that. Do we want to talk a little bit more specifics of 
people and things. I would like to point out that it's been, um, I don't know how many episodes, I don't know how many hours, and I still don't know what free press is. Okay, I was going to ask that you that. Was, that, that is literally my first do, question. Do you remember when I voice messaged you three weeks ago saying, <laughs> yes. I don't remember anything about what the fuck? It was because the first, like, 20 minutes are just talking about Free, free Fest. Fest. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no fucking idea what Free Fest is. I wrote that in the first episode, and then I wrote in the 10th episode. <laughs> I still don't know what Free Fest At is. At some point, it got to be enjoyable to me <laughs> that I didn't know. <laughs> it was like this mysterious MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, that was one of my, oh, I want to talk about Jan's, Yana and Jens. Yes, okay. I feel like, there's, I really liked, it's a very small storyline in here, I really liked it, I feel like it's underrated. It felt, it felt even, I think it feels smaller than in any other version, but, and yet very appropriate. Yes, and super real, like, Yana's, like, when she's flirting, because she sees him with a girlfriend, the, the way they're trying to keep up a friendship, and it's just, and, it's not going to work and that it way. And just completely falls apart. And then even that final just nod in the last, uh-huh. the last episode, I was just like, because again, I, it had been a while, because so, I saw the first half like a while ago, I was like, oh yeah, this entire fucking storyline, oh yeah, this is the perfect yes. bookend of this, of this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that. I, I don't have that much to say. I loved seeing Yana again with her braces uh-huh. and her like energy. And, totally. All of that. Um, um, I one uh, what was the oh another just Yana. I love this character moment is when uh, Zoe's telling them what happened to her, what she thinks happened to her, and Yana's wiping away tears. Mm-hmm. Like I just that's such a great detail. Yeah, I I wanted to make fun because of how much crying there is in that second half, and yet I think every single time that there are tears, it's appropriate. Oh, completely. It uh, never feels like escalated drama. For yeah, me. exactly. Yeah. Which is which is very hard to pull yeah. off. So I get it. I thought that was a really good reaction. Oh, I have one Victor thing. Sorry. Uh, not exactly Victor, but um, in the scene where she meets him finally, I completely, I was so engrossed in everything that's going on and her emotions, I completely forgot that she was recording him. I, how many times have I oh, seen wow. this Oh, wow. Nice. And so when she... When she's very like downtrodden, I was like, like Zoe, what's the, like? Come on, you're supposed to like be like accuse him of um, pornography. And then when she suddenly shifts into bad girl, like badass mode, I was, yeah. I, I was like, oh yeah, she's fucking recording this. This is so great. Yeah, I let's see. Uh, yeah, I just um, as always, I find real warmth in the Yana Zoe friendship. Um, yeah. And I thought, and again, yes. that's another point of being good foils for each other. Yes, and the show keeps them up as besties. close friends. Yeah, yeah, besties. Unlike Yasmina and Chris, who so, I I don't, I know there's limited time, they can't have everyone. Yeah, I liked, I like when the girls are all together. Yeah, uh, I think those work, but I do think that there is, uh, definitely you feel the lack of uh, Yasmina and Luca. Yeah. Uh, moments even as a group again as a group they work together but even as a unit of a group I think there's even less of them yeah there was something where just like they didn't stand out to me at all even in scenes that they were in which isn't I don't want to disparage the actors I never do yeah not at all um I think it's what they were given yeah I like I like both of them yeah a lot. Totally. Uh, but I, I think I would probably I think I would agree with you um I just I, missed them I feel Yasmina was robbed because she didn't get her season four. Hopefully she'll get a season five. I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, that's the thing. Because Kato took... Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's over and... And it was, like, her time to shine. I like... I like... Things that I like about her... I like her quiet confidence. I like her attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
I think she's really pretty. <laughs> yeah, so pretty. Uh, I love um, that she can't wear her hijab, but she always has her hoodies. Yeah. Um, I was fascinated by that and uncomfortable with it in a way that I think I wish more people were uncomfortable, meaning that given now having seen Sana and seen other, you know, been exposed a little bit to this character and how much that means to her, to see her without it is so upsetting. To me... The political movement right now in terms of it's so interesting because it's like I see the US and it's form of racism and then I see Europe and it's form of racism yeah. and I'm like how can you not acknowledge that that is too yeah like oh like, my god so completely like you the solution is not Just, to uh, yeah I'm anyway. not even a religious person myself but the idea of forbidding someone from doing from wearing a headscarf that is their sort of spiritual connection to their faith to to their god, to their culture, is so upsetting. I can't, I was, yeah, I was fascinated every time how startling that was. Yeah, well, it's it's so interesting that you talked about that because when I discovered my doppelganger today on, <laughs> on Tumblr. Um, Zorro Gabby. <laughs> yeah, uh, she had reblocked a post um, about where someone was trying to justify the thing. Like, because uh, I, I think it was about, I think, it, oh, it was a gif set about Yasmina rocking her hoodie. Uh-huh. And someone comment like someone was comment someone was like it's such a shame that she doesn't like she can't basically what you're saying yeah and someone was trying to be like well you know like some parts of Europe this is part of the culture and we're trying to make sure that everyone's equal and then someone responded with like no you're not essentially and get anyone equal, equal you're you're putting them beneath you exactly something that you so there was like a whole argument in yeah. the sort of scam fandom about about this and it's something people have talked about um mm. obviously the first time we talked about it was with 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 Iman in um in France, but, um, and I don't want to take away anything from that character, but I think you're right that I'm more aware of what she's giving up with Yasmina here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you haven't seen season four of España yet, but a huge thing is how that conversation of the hijab comes up over and over and over again and what it means to her. It's one of the things that I think they do very beautifully in that first half of sort of explaining what it means to her. And Danny. Danny C like basically telling her that he he fell for her when she started wearing the hijab and and there's something beautiful in that yeah, too totally uh, again oh God, I don't yeah, I'm really excited I don't want to talk about that second half but ugh, they always disappoint in the oh. end but that those first parts I was like that's fucking beautiful and then like and and I think that's when she's like oh maybe I can give this guy a chance because he's seeing me yeah uh so yeah it's it's just kind of like a shame that that this is a thing the reality for so many yeah uh, uh, Muslim women all over the world. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so, and it's so interesting because they set up yes, little backstories about Yasmina here about like, oh, is there, she's known heartbreak before. She's had intense crushes. She's gone to Morocco. <laughs> that is a dog. That is not me crying. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there's a fascinating moment where she says she has a boyfriend in Morocco. Or like, or like, a, or a like a, or, a crush or someone. Or something. And, and they do, a, they do something similar in what the, in the what the fuck down where like she's talking to Robbie, I think. And like they talk a little bit about crushes and stuff, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, tell me more." And then yeah, they don't they don't give her a season. Like then suddenly yeah. it's like, so you're like, why are you putting all this work? Yeah, maybe though. I hope they pay it off. I, I hope I they really pay like it off. Um, um, and then they have they have her be friends or like have to listen to this fucking racist lady. Um, right. Anyway, again, why? If I'm being angry for things I haven't seen, eh, whatever. That's called being a fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're allowed. We're allowed. Um, 
Yeah, so 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 I do agree that I wish that there was a little bit more of them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because because then even her big her even her big scene they divide up between her and Milan. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah, so yeah. That's, there's just something like I, I don't know if it's I don't know if I have never seen any other version than this. If I would think this, but like she she's not my favorite. Whereas Sana's always my favorite. yeah exactly. Like, no matter whatever exactly. I get of Sana, she's always my girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Milan real quick? Yeah, sure. Oh, I, I did want to acknowledge that even though I just did say yes, Mina, I liked I acknowledge I liked how much hoodies were a part of everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed. Uh, um, <laughs> and I well, for some reason I'm obsessed with paying attention to when they start wearing summery clothing. Yeah, and it was quite late. Like okay. they're, they're getting out of school and they're st- like end of school and they're still in light jackets. <laughs> <laughs> like you people in your cold climate. Um, okay, so I really, really like Milan. Yes, uh, let's let's start one with that. One of my favorite S guilds. I I wrote like literally episode one. Milan like him. Yes, uh, and that's pretty much it. And then throughout every single time he has interactions with Zoe, and every single time he has interactions with Senna, I really like them. Yeah. There is one thing. Please remind me to talk about the girl squad and Robbie because I have issues. So okay. many issues. Um, oh, I think I know what you're going to say at the mention of Robbie. Yeah. So, which is at the very end. Well, that, but it's, it's, the whole, the whole, like, setting up of Robbie this season sucks. Yeah, it doesn't work. It sucks. But we'll get into that yeah. in a sec. But I thought it was a really good balance of the eskilness of that character, mm-hmm. like, the over-the-topness, but also sort of, like, the caring aspect. And, yeah. And so, like, you've got him with the Eurovision, uh, yeah. and, and sort of the stealing of the, of the, uh, of the food. Yes. Um, but also, I don't know, though, I can't ever really get mad at him. Yeah, well, <laughs> he has a maturity that Eskil doesn't, doesn't, and that's fine, that's yeah. that character, but... Um, I yeah, really I, th- I think here. that's right. There, yeah. There's just something about him where I trust him. Yeah, he's he's like a big brother. Yeah, in, exactly. In the best way possible, almost to a degree where I was like, does this guy have any flaws? Like, like when in that scene, he's such a good friend and I like mean, he's kind of a selfish. But, but yeah, and then I remember that yeah. like actually yeah, and I, I was like, oh, good combo, good yeah, combo. Yeah. Um, when in that scene where he's telling her well, after the 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 fight about the fight, the conversation about the argument over the fight. Yeah. <laughs> where he's, yeah. But he's also very, like, naturally smart. It's not like yes, he's... Yes, exactly. He has, like, just these, like, emotional instincts that I really, really like. Yes, that's a good way of putting it, yeah. And I think I think he has those with Robbie, too. I It's hard to remember. Mm. Okay, let's talk about the but, Ro- Robbie's but, role in this season with Milan. Well, with Milan, but I have to acknowledge the girl squad, too. Yeah, because they spend the entire season trying to figure it out to test if he's gay. Yeah, and they're kind of jerks about it. <laughs> they're assholes. Yes, and like I think I buy it because they're teens, but not a single. There's four, five different women there, and not a single one of them goes, "Hey, you shouldn't do that." You, we like whatever is going on is going on, right? Yeah, and like I, like I'll cut them some slack about gossiping about it because it's like they're like relatively close. But I'm like, they cross lines. Yeah, totally. Um. They cross lines. Yana tries to kiss him. Like, over and over, they try to test this thing in, like, ways that make me uncomfortable. Yes. I was going to say, I think it's been too long for me since seeing the first season. So I don't feel that closeness between Robbie and them. And it actually kind of makes it worse. Because well, he's wait, kind well, of, like... Well, he's only really been friends with Yana. So, like, if that's anything... That's true. If, even, yeah. even with Yana, I don't feel that close. But, it, but, but yes, it, you're it right. makes it worse yeah. that she's the one who's like, I'm going to try to kiss him. Yes. Because I'm like, he's your... He's maybe he's not your best friend anymore, but like you know, he's your friend. Yeah. Um, and then no one ever has a moment of questioning and saying like, 
maybe yeah. this is me. Even calling them out a little bit, like yeah. you know, like hey, hey, I know that we all kind of want to know, but like, mm-hmm. like lay, lay low, like yeah. Whatever. I was even just kind of like when it started, and I realized they all knew about the the phone yeah that's the thing i was like what who who told you how did this get out (laughs) they they told each other yeah but that's another thing like yeah that's shady and lines are being crossed and like it you know it's not like zoe and yana it's everyone is in on it uh so that made me a little uncomfortable i didn't love it uh and then there's the like sort of like moment at the end with milan uh, yeah okay so milan like there's the whole grinder thing he's gonna look him up on grinder he says he doesn't find him there um, and then, he, oh, he says, like, my gaydar doesn't go off. He's, he... I think there's also, it's not clear whether or not he, like, starts chatting with him on Instagram regardless, though. Like, yeah. it's not very clear. Well, even in the OG, like, only in retrospect do you understand... That he did. That he did. So, I guess, well, no, find well, out, he says, but... like, I talked to him, he's not. But you, you get the sense that, like, they're, they're... He's hiding something. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. maybe just because we know... Yeah, yeah. From other seasons? Exactly. I don't know. But that moment was very weird at the end where Milan tries it's to kiss It's so him. weird. I don't know It's how. so weird on so many levels. I, I I don't know what it's doing in this in this no, show. No, I don't understand. I especially, don't know why Milan would do it. Exactly. I don't know why Milan would do it. Especially, like, even jokingly because, like, we've already talked about the fact that he's, like, the mature, older person. Yeah. And, like, the show acknowledges it. Zoe tells him. And, like, if you tell me in the next season he has a, a drinking problem and therefore he was drunk here and therefore didn't know what he's no, doing. No, I don't think it's even really acknowledged. So, so see, yeah, I don't but there's, get like, it. no, except to, like, remind you that Robbie, Robbie is, like... It's almost functioning like the belt in OG. But the belt is clever. And subtle. Yes. And this is, like, kind of And that's how upsetting. kind of, that's almost how they leave you this season. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've seen, have you seen the Robbie season? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Robbie. Yeah, you I've just mentioned it. it. Come on. Of course, yeah. You know, you know me. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna. Wa- I'm not gonna be the person who just watches season three and then I watch season. And three. then you just watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it kind of made me be like, oh, what the hell is gonna season three gonna be like? But it's I fun. Guess no, they're it's great. Fine. They're great okay. friends. Okay. Like okay. even in what the fuck down when Robbie is like Milan, I have some questions about cyber sex. Like he's the like the person he turns to is Milan. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, uh, <laughs> uh, I would too. <laughs> I don't know why I just called it cyber sex. It's like 19... It's, a 19, like, it's like 1995. It's like 1995? <laughs> like what? I found a chat. Like, what but you know it? what? It's staying. Yeah. It's staying. It's in. Um. So so yeah, it, it was really weird. Uh, yeah, they de- there's definitely less of Robbie as a presence this season. Yeah. I'm not a huge... Well, we'll see. I was going to say, I'm not a huge fan of that actor, but we'll see. I actually season. do like him. Yeah, um, I did see him with a different haircut. And I was yeah, like, they cut his hair. Okay, it was people were very upset originally. They were like his beautiful hair, so they cut his hair in season three. And then his his Evan has like when you take your hair, you dye your hair, and it's platinum, oh, platinum. Oh, platinum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm, I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at the dog chewing a bone in the background. Amazing audio. We're gonna have. <laughs> we're gonna have this episode. So you do you you get a little bit of Robbie. I I mean I wish. Like, I wish the last time we'd seen Robbie was when the girls, like, have him over for a drink earlier in their episode after yeah. they're done with the drinks. I wish that had been it, like... Yeah. And there's... Because there's also a bit of an acknowledgement of, like, him and Yasmina sort of uh, getting along. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a mention of, like, biology and everyone is, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one of those uncomfortable moments, but yeah. Yeah, and so, like, because they, they are friends, mm-hmm. um, too, in, in the Robbie season. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get that, too, which I really liked. Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, and then I just wanted to acknowledge, yeah, that we, we do meet, we do see, uh, the boy squad very, 
a little bit. And again, whenever we see Moyo, he's just being a fucking homophobic asshole. Yeah, we get so little Boy Squad. I was highly unimpressed with yeah, most they're, of them. They're, I think and, they're my least favorite Boy Squad. Yeah. I like them fine, but they're I think they're my least favorite Boy Squad from what I remember. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm totally grain of salt in it because I have hardly have, seen yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't really seen it. But especially, and you're missing, you're missing a whole other character. Like, there's there's another member of the boys' oh, squad. Oh, it's still coming? Yeah. Well, and especially uh, Sene's boys' squad. Luca, um, Max, and... Oh, yeah, there was so much of them. In yeah. A, like, in a, Who's the third guy? In Luca, a, Max, and... I can't remember. In whatever. a background sort of way that I really enjoyed. They're uh, always in the background, but you never get anything about them. Oh, uh, well, it was so funny. Uh, well, you do get to see them uh, do a little striptease. That's true. Okay, the striptease, that was one thing where I was like, I, I loved it. It's hilarious. It's yeah, great. it's really but, like, funny. On no planet would this be allowed? I don't care what, like, France wouldn't allow it, Germany, I don't care how progressive you are. It's just like, I don't know what Free Fest is, but, uh, <laughs> you can't do that. But you cannot strip in high school. You cannot have a striptease auction in high school. Um, uh, and then, I, I, yeah, I just wrote lol Max a couple times. I liked how Max was the crush that everyone kept giving yeah, to Passing him. around. Um, <laughs> I yes. thought that was cute. I, I feel like those were my big things. Oh, um, I mentioned this earlier, but we didn't really get into it. Sorry, kind of going back to Zoene, Zene, whatever. The scene where... It might be called Zoene, and I just called them Zoen because I like it oh. that way. I don't know how to pronounce things. Oh, so in the scene where he confronts her at school, which I thought worked... Actually worked really well for me. I was super tense. I was very emotionally involved in it. One thing I've noticed for some reason watching this season is which versions of the show choose to shoot it from um, a wide uh-huh. and which stay with the characters. And I think this season has made me decide staying with the characters is definitely better. Yes. When, I, didn't, I didn't think about it until you said it, but I was like doing a mental thing in my mind and I was like, yes. Yeah, because it involves you in the drama in a way that you're not just like horrified at it, like you're or you're horrified in a way that you're actually engaged and mm-hmm. not just intellectually. And there's something so cold and distant about the yes. overhead. It just, it, I think it just makes me aware of how like everyone's watching and yeah. it's just like she feels so small. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know, I don't like it. And it's almost like the show distancing you from that moment on purpose. It's yeah, it's just an. Um, Odd choice. Languages. Okay. The only reason I thought of it is there's a moment where Milan is trying to pronounce clicker. Yes, yes. Or remote or so, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, so what the hell language does he speak? I think he speaks German. Because, okay, so look it up. So Belgium has three official languages, French, uh, German, and Dutch, and, and or Flemish. It goes by both names. Uh, yeah, but did you notice that sometimes they have to subtitle things within the show? Yes, and then they subtitle it in German, it looks like. I'm not totally sure. I'm really yeah. bad with languages. Well, it's definitely not French, so it's, it's got to be German. Anyway, uh, so I was like, okay, I think most of them speak, speak Dutch, and then he does too, except he has a German accent and maybe also speaks German. I thought, see, I thought that she had an accent from somewhere else because she came from somewhere else. Like it's true. She, she mentions she lived somewhere else. Yeah, so I thought that she had some sort of accent like he was making fun of. Oh, okay. So maybe I misunderstood it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I was just like, I'm, I, cause I, but I'm also bringing that from like the, the, the Nora characters in general usually come, have a slightly different accent. Yes. So then maybe I'm just using that backstory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was, I was like, I want someone to explain to me that. I noticed it too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, since our conversation with Lynn, I've been obsessed with languages, so I do this thing where I go on Google Translate, and I'll just, I have, like, tabbed Dutch, 
Norwegian, Swedish, uh, Danish, and that's it, I think. And so I'll like type in random words and scroll, like twitch between them to see what they are like in different languages. And I am so fascinated. I'm such a language nerd now oh, for some that's reason. That's so cool. I love that Scam is doing that for me. Oh, totally. I just, I'm just, uh, I just hope that one day I'll actually remember all the days of the week and all the languages. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. When Sene comes up to her after the fight, and he's got the black eye, he says he's late, okay, to meet her. And he says, I had some trouble. I had to go get my ID. And then I went back to the polling place. We said about voting. Is it because I have voting on my brain because of this week? I don't think so. It's a totally random. I was like, what the hell is this about? So, okay, he's late. He's, yeah. he's mad about her phone. And yeah. he says, uh, if you had your phone, you would know I had some trouble. I, I forgot my ID. I had to go home, get it, and by the time I went back to the polling place, thought, there was a really long line. I thought, I thought it was like the bus station. That's what I thought too in the first the first time I watched it, but like, I confessed, I have watched their scenes more than once, <laughs> and that's when I noticed it the second time. Uh, I, I just assumed it was like, maybe. Okay, yeah. I, I would be very, I, maybe I just have election brain right now. I, I also wanted to say that I thought the, the city looked very pretty, and Ant, Antwerp? Is Antwerp, that yeah, yeah, I think I so. really pretty. At least it's how you say it in English, I don't know yeah. how you say it in English. Uh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> if we're talking about small little things, uh-huh. right after she sort of, and Senna has sort of made up, and I think before she finds out about Victor being aggressively disgusting. That's how I wrote it here. <laughs> That's how I wrote it here. Excellent. In the notes. Uh, she's kind of like happy for like 10 seconds, and so she's listening to Justin Bieber in the kitchen. Oh, uh, I, I didn't was, catch that. And I was like, eh, Bieber reference. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All Nuras apparently love yeah, Bieber. Yeah, so that, that made me uh, really happy. Okay, small <laughs> thing. The night that she goes to the party and she switches purses with Yana. Yeah. She can't go home because all her stuff, including her keys, are in the pur- in the purse that Yana has. Isn't Lisa home? Uh, we definitively leave Lisa home watching Game of but Thrones. But isn't that a isn't that isn't that true in every remake? Yes, yes. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Which I don't think is a plot hole so much as just like even more enjoyment to me at how she schemes to yeah. make her stay, make herself stay there and yeah. the whole night. <laughs> it's so funny because I think the only Wilhelm, sorry, Norhelm scene that I rewatch is the scene where she stays over and oh, she uh-huh. like plays the guitar for him. Because the only fucking time they laugh. <laughs> and they're fun, right? And they have you're, a good time. You're right. I think what's so great about Zoan is that they have fun with each other. Yeah. Uh, it's like, here's my uh, fun, dramatic relationship, because it's a little bit of both, uh-huh. with a side of trauma. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a side of trauma. <laughs> so I think delaying the William, the Senna finding out about uh, what happened with Victor is like I was so anxious mm-hmm. for like much longer than I wanted yes, to be. Totally, totally. Uh, so I, so I was there emotionally uh-huh. with Zoe. Yeah, but even was, though you know what's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rare. You know, we watch so many versions of these, and it's like rare that I'm so emotionally engaged. With the season where I know exactly what's going to happen, especially this one because it's basically I know a beat for beat remake, and that's and that's what's so fascinating about it. Like, there's so little change, <laughs> and yet it's a world of difference. It's so much better. Um, one okay, another small thing. I it, this has been true in all, I think most I think all the versions, but I, it stood out to me especially here how great I think it is that uh, not Nora um, Zoe 
recovers and is happy and hangs out with Girl Squad before she makes up with yeah. Sene. I liked how they did it, uh, and I liked to see it also to, to actually see a moment of like joy with them and like normalcy. And we're done with exams and like my friends. Yeah, I love my friends. Yeah, uh, I think and I think that's what I can coming back to when I was like I enjoy the the Girl Squad moments. It was uh-huh. like I really loved sort of ending with that aspect of really yes. understanding. Yeah, we got that, that bond. Yeah, between them because like in OG, I think she's her kind of recovery part of it is her coming home with the plant like she what do you mean it's not OG I can't remember which one it is uh no that's Hispania no you will never ever remember <laughs> Netherlands even though you love it in your soul like you I did make, love it you make references to Netherlands all the time <laughs> but you will never know that it's Netherlands okay so that's an example of like and I think that's good it's a good it references something that happened earlier. I mean, yeah, I just yeah. talked about earlier, but I it was so pointed out here in a good way. So yeah, interestingly, I did really enjoy this season too. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think as a straight up adaptation of season two, uh-huh. it's probably up there. They're definitely up there. Senna's definitely up there. I think I, it's my favorite. I think home. I think Senna's my favorite. William for sure. If anything, because the big flaw of España is that I don't know Alejandro. I like Alejandro. I in, immensely like Alejandro. Yeah. I don't know him very well. Yeah. Uh, whereas here I do get a sense of like, I, I like and I know Sene. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my Tumblr dip-toe in, I found out that the actor who plays Jens is a singer. Oh, and yeah? has a video out, like a song. And I tried watching it, and it was not my cup of tea. Oh, no. Um, but, you know, it's out there. I know people really too. like him. No, I did. We didn't say this at the beginning, so I do want to say, uh-huh. actually, that um, Liska just gave me a gift. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to thank our friend Lynn in Norway, who so, like, generously took the time to order for me or to procure for me and mail to me all four scripts. Books, 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 books yeah. of the four uh, original seasons of Scam. So yes, we cannot read them uh, because they are in Norwegian. I'm gonna take lessons, just but so I, can I read them. own them and they are beautiful. <laughs> and uh, so thank you, Lynn, and thank you, Liska, and this is amazing. I'm holding the season three one right now, so I can post pictures on Twitter and be like, "Look what I have now." Yes. Uh, oh, I'm so, so excited. I'm super excited. Yay. <laughs> yay. And so I think happy. that's it. So yay. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. What the cool. Fuck? All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.